everybody. Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and this is podcast number 199. And in today's Thursday Quickie, it is part two of my interview with the Lakers head strength and conditioning coach, and he also happens to be a physical therapist, Dr. Tim DeFrancesco. And in this episode, we discuss how to engage with millennials meaning millennial coworkers, millennial patients, the importance of, of linking your training principles and their motivations, really finding their motivation. We talk a lot about the importance of collaboration with the millennial generation, which is also very important, and, and a lot more. And Tim goes into great detail on how he works with a lot of his millennial players and with his coworkers. And I think it's a great thing for all physical therapists, again, regardless of your setting, regardless of who you work with, it's important to know how to work with different groups of people and the millennial generation being one of them. I was just at Graham Sessions a couple of weeks ago and a lot of the millennial generation, these fresh PTs, new PTs, have great ideas and they're motivated and it's really important for those of us who aren't in that generation to know how to relate, to know how to collaborate, find goals, find what's meaningful to them, whether they be your coworkers or your patients. So I thanked him very, very much for sticking around and doing part two of this interview, and I hope you all love it. And before we get to that, just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by audible.com. Audible.com is a great way to listen to books while you're on the go, while you're commuting. I listen pretty much every day. And Audible has 180,000 different books to choose from. And for healthy, wealthy, and smart users, you can go to our affiliate link, which is audibletrial.com slash healthy, wealthy, smart. And you can get a free book and a free month of Audible. And I'm telling you, it's 100% worth it. I listen to it all the time. If anyone has any great suggestions of books, send them my way, and I will queue them up in my Audible queues. So again... That's audibletrial.com slash healthy, wealthy, smart. And without further ado, let's get to part two of my discussion with Dr. Tim DeFrancesco. How do you kind of engage with this generation and how is it different from, let's say, Kobe Bryant? Yeah, um, yeah. Versus the new crop of, of players, clients, patients, whatever you want it coming up. Oh, and you know what else that I, I forgot to mention the last one? is um, that I noticed you work with Jeremy Lin, or you work yeah. with. Oh, yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, he was with the, the New York Knicks for a little bit yeah. during the Linsanity period. He kind of exactly. came out from Harvard, right, and kind of yeah. came out of nowhere, and it was like yeah. New York went berserk. Anyway, right. um, I'm sure he's a lovely person. He um, is. He's, Jeremy is absolutely one of the, my, my – I'm not supposed to have favorites, but <laughs> as long as we all keep it a secret, he's, he's one of mine. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Anyway, so let's talk about how you engage and work with this millennial generation. Yeah, so get your pen and, and paper ready. This is earth-shattering stuff here. Um, number one, and first and foremost and always, it's, it's uh, have conversation, talk to and listen to the people that you're working with and that you're Look, looking to accomplish goals with so nothing uh, nothing there very revolutionary but I, I think when we're talking about 
this generation of athletes or, um, or, or workforce or whatever area we're talking about, um, it's, it's more important than ever to have really strong communication skills because, because that generation has grown up with at everything at, at is just a reach away. And, and in order to get information or to communicate with others has, has been as easy as ever. Um, and so they expect their expectation is that the people they're working with or for or, or around have the ability to, to do that. And you don't necessarily have to. Now, I think this is a piece we might talk about in a bit, but the technology or the, the fancy bells and whistles in order to communicate, uh, I think, come later on and are something to think about. But it's looking a person in the eye and and getting a feel for how they're doing and 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 talking to them um that to me is is really where i gain uh, most of my most valuable insight into how i can help them better and and whether that's our 19 to 22 year old players of of um d'angelo russell and 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 uh Julius Randle and, and, and Jordan Clarkson or, um, or whoever it might be. I, I think that that's really important. That's, that's sort of a lost art. Um, you can, you can get a lot by just listening to a, a player. You can get a lot of information. They'll eventually tell you what's going on. Right. And I think it's important to, yes, of course, listen, but also hear. Yes. Yes. You know, right. so there, I think there's a differentiation there. Definitely. Um, yes, anybody can listen. But not everybody can hear, and exactly. not everyone can be present and and really kind of take in what that person is saying, because, like you said, they're used to the to having everything at their fingertips and having everything immediately and having it all now. And yeah. so, if you're talking and quote unquote listening, but not really hearing and not being able to respond properly, I think that's something that this generation especially is going to pick up very quickly no and, question. and you may lose them. Yeah, no question. Yeah. And that, I, you know, I think that, that, that piece of it is just, is just so important is understanding your audience. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So what else? So now how do you get this, uh, demographic to so you've had the conversation, you've talked, you've listened, you've heard what they had to say. How do you how do you then motivate them to do what you want them to do? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a tricky thing because in my role as the head strength and conditioning coach, maybe more so than than any of the other staff people it, it, on an NBA staff is it, you're you're really your day in day out job is to get these guys to do something they don't really want to do typically, which is do extra work after they've already been beaten up on the practice court or beaten up in the games and, and then go and do extra work. Um, now that being said, we, we, our guys are great. And, and, you know, we have a lot of dedicated, hungry, um, young players who, who I'm, I'm always impressed with, but, but still when you're in the trenches and you're getting beat up, here, everywhere you turn, it's like, it's tough. It's tough. So, so my, my position is to find that, that kind of spark or that what, what is going to ignite that person. Um, and I think through that discussion, you start to get a feel for what is it that this person is, is 
it, what really gets them going? What really um, motivates them to come in here and do the stuff that isn't always the most enjoyable time of the day in terms of trying to get yourself ready to go? Um, so for some, it's, hey, I want to look good on the beach. And, 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 you know, you eventually try to take a person who, a player from my end and who has that pl- primary motivation and say, well, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm all for that. I mean, we can accomplish what I want to do, which is prepare you pr- for performance. But we, you know, within that process, we're, we're going to make you look better on the beach. But what you want to try to do, I think, is get them to, to link the two together is to start to connect, um, what you're doing for your body in terms of, of performance. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's an individual and, and a, a customized process. You, you have to sort of look at, well, maybe some guy, another guy wants to be, um, the, the, the best at his position, but he's doesn't, his body type doesn't necessarily, uh, promote his ability to do that automatically. And, and so you use that. It's like, hey, you know, I mean, it, this is um, if, if you're talking about trying to be an all-star at the, at the small forward position, this is what the other three guys that are all-stars look like. Um, there, there's a, a blueprint for what we need to do. Um, you know, and, and this, this without sounding, um, without being uh, – not not being very deep on things, but w- with just being honest, uh, I think longevity of career and and what happens with longevity of career for an individual is you basically in in my area of things you get more millions of dollars. So it's a big motivator. It's a big motivator. <laughs> That's so, a, it's all about incentives, right? Absolutely. So yeah, you got to yeah. motivate yourself with some sort of incentive. That's a nice incentive. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that those are some of the ways that I, I go about that. And so we've got, again, listening, hearing, kind of understanding their needs, finding motivation and incentives through what their needs are, matching it to what the team needs in right. your case. In, in other cases, maybe what the family needs or what their right. work demands need. Um, So now how about tempering expectations? Because I feel like with a lot of the millennial generations, and I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but I just heard it over the weekend at Graham Sessions, that they like to have things soon. I don't want to say now, but soon. So how do you work with those expectations? Because as we know in strength and conditioning, things don't happen soon, now, immediately. So how do you deal with the expectations? Right. Yeah, no, that is so right. This is... If you if you're looking to get gains from the weight room, you 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 had better be in it for the long haul. Um, but I think what we have to do with with like you said, the the millennial generation are used to having things pretty quickly um, in front of them, and um, and so you need to find ways of getting small victories that that can eventually accumulate, um, and and. I, I think that within that process, it's it's giving a guy maybe some some what I would call some candy exercises that you know hey I mean you can when you do a set of bicep curls you can you can feel that pump on those biceps right then and there um, you, you know and and in terms of uh, if I'm more worried about well are we preparing. 
uh, a player's t ligaments and tendons for the end of the season, it, you know, that's that's not that discussion is going to sort of be, you know, on deaf ears uh, with with some of these younger guys. So so being able to sprinkle in some of that stuff that really gives them an immediate uh, reaction and immediate stimulus to what they, um, they're like, Oh yeah, I feel that that's, you know, that's something that I, that I can really look forward to coming back for more. And meanwhile, I'm getting what I need to. Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. And then finally, um, how does goal setting kind of fit into all of this? Because I think it's important in, in any person, regardless of age or, occupation. But I find that within the millennial generation that their goals are very powerful. Yeah. And that goal setting and, and intentional goal setting is something that I think is done more, certainly more than when with my generation. Right. Um, and so how do you go about collaborating with that goal setting to make it something that they need? And that right. they, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's an important word that that I just pulled out of what you were saying there was the the fact that you're collaborating, and they they need to feel that within what you're doing. It's not like, hey, I have this goal for you. Now here's what you do to get there. Um, the 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 process needs to be a collaboration between uh, the two of you, the the group of you, who whatever it might be, and it, and it it it. I think this generation is looking for a mentor of, of somebody who's who's um, maybe more towards the end of the spectrum where they're going to put their arm around you and say, hey, here, here's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Here, Okay, great. I didn't realize that that's where your head was at on that. But if we're going to do that, then here's what we would need to do. And, and you know, let's do it. Let's do it. We can do this together. Um, versus I think previous generations were just sort of like, well, I, I show up, I look at the authority figure, they kind of, you know, they, they set the tone for me and I say, you know, I say what, when and where, and I, I, I follow the instructions. Um, you know, they want to be an active participant in the, the, the collaboration in the process. So I, I think within that goal setting piece, which is absolutely, I agree with you, very important to this generation, um, it has to feel like it's, it's, it's a group effort. Yeah, absolutely. And any other, so any other tips you can give? So we've got listening, hearing, motivation, tempering expectations, collaborative goal setting, any other tips you have yeah, before be we really, cut out? Yeah, be really careful of, of assuming that the the folks in this generation are um, because of how they may say things or how they may like you said want things really fast or um, those types of things it can be can be interpreted as laziness I think mm. um, I don't I don't think that's the case most no, of the I time don't, I don't I agree I don't think so either Oops, and, sorry and, away from the mic there I don't think so either yeah I mean I think that we the the people that are either within that that generation or or working with that generation um, needs to be really only using that as the end last resort of of how you're you're making an assessment on on somebody because 
a lot of times it's it's just a different set of expectations that they have that then gets misinterpreted as somebody's a little bit lazy. And um, so I think that's really, really important to to evaluate very carefully before you make that that snap judgment. Yeah, I agree 100%. 100%. And um, so, sorry, I have my cat is sitting on top of my notes. <laughs> Over. Hey, it's it's riveting conversation. I mean, I know he came right up. He's like, right at this point, he's literally hovering over the computer. Um, thank God this isn't like video because it's just it's it's crazy. Anyway, um, I was like, I just needed to look at my notes one more time. Um, okay, so just to recap for everyone, now that my fat cat's off my notes. Um, so if you really want to have, I think, a successful uh, whether it be training, physical therapy, a successful relationship with a millennial under your care, or even a coworker, listen, hear them, give them some motivation and incentives, temper expectations, and understand their expectations, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, set reasonable goals in a collaborative way, right. and, and don't make snap judgments. Right. Right? Love it. All, All right. right. That's... I think that's a nice little list right there. Great. And so, listen, anybody, for everybody listening, if you want to uh, learn more about Tim, you want to uh, listen, he's got some really great blog posts from anything from strength training and nutrition, and that's at tdathletesedge.com. And you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at tdathletesedge. He's very active. Um, and and if you could follow me if you want to on on Twitter at, at Karen Litzy NYC, and I'm active and I'm on Instagram and I'm not that active but I'm trying to get better at it and it's just hey. Karen Litzy but I'm trying that's, that's that's my next thing is working on Instagram. Hey, it's it's all it's all learning it's all a fun puzzle to put together and and um, you know I, I think that's that just circles into what you're talking about that's a that's a great community the the social media communities are are really a nice place to be able to to collaborate with not just the millennial generation but everybody who's out there and and that's that community feel and that that that's why I'm on there is because every time I have an interaction I I I either put out some thought or I get some thought back it's it's I'm I'm learning and I'm I'm getting better and and um um it's a great way to 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 communicate communicate in today's day and age. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you again, Tim, for coming on for the Thursday quickie. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy. You're like running. He's literally at work now, people, like running in and out of work. <laughs> I kid work. you I've not. I've got guys banging at my door exactly. here ready, ready to get some time under tension here. Exactly. <laughs> well, thanks so much for, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Oh, man, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to doing it again soon. Oh, anytime. And everybody, thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart.